I love love. Anything that has to do with love, I'm sold out. So this month has been a good one for me. It's one that I preciously look forward to. So last week, how many of us enjoyed the guys last week? Some very deep questions were asked, and I believe that we got answers. So today is a continuum. So today is going to be an all ladies affair. You know, we let, you know, the men don't give you details. They will not tell you like that. They will give you the periphery. But today we have women. You know, women, we know how to answer. We know how to put gist to make it very spicy. So don't make sure you take advantage of tonight and ask those very, very deep questions you want to ask because nobody knows anyway. So those burning questions in your heart because uh, marriage and relationship is at the very core of our ministry. Our set man is very, very passionate about helping marriages and ensuring that doing his best to make sure that we have a very good marriage because, you know, relationships can make or mar you. Many people get into marriage and and they are the shadow of themselves, but I know that's not our portion in DCC because we are well taught. You know, we are well taught. You prepare for a journey before the journey begins. You don't start to prepare for a journey whilst you're in the journey. Otherwise, you may just be left with damage control. So that's why DCC does its best to make sure that before that journey begins, you are very well prepared for the journey of marriage. And so, singles, please take advantage of this opportunity so that you can begin to enjoy your marriage as soon as you step in. As soon as you step in. And for the marriage folks as well, take advantage of some of the things that you did not know. When you know, they say now when you, when you wake up, now your day break. Now when your banga arrives, now you go do all year. So, many of us, our banga go arrive today. And uh, we shall begin to do our all year. Okay, without further ado, I have wonderful ladies on the list, on the panel, who's going to be educating us. Free counseling. Free counseling tonight. So, please take advantage of it. So, they are, uh, you know, heavyweight women. You know, those women, when they open their mouth and talk to you, just take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. So, first, I'm going to be calling on no other than the beautiful fashionista. Minister Fumi Arogunade. Okay, give it up, give it up. Yes, there she is. Yes, thank you very much. That's Minister Fumai. Yes, the Atupa of Pastor Shuko. Pastor Shuko does only generator, he doesn't put on gen. As soon as they take like, they take uh, Minister Fumi to the zero. Okay, this is another powerful person. Her people are always solidly behind. Once you mention them like this, and then there's all the holes you see in this church on the floor. It's by these people. No other person than General Tolumayowa Ojo. Yes, I said it. The general herself. She, for this session alone, I had to organize her to fly in from Rwanda. Straight from Kigali. Yes. That General Tolu. Yes. This is another loaded human being. The thoughts in her mind are so big that she has to turn them into films. She has to turn them into movies. You know, say, get as Torigo plenty for your belly, you can't write. They have to act it so that you can get, you know, the very best of it. So she's no other than Mrs. Tokwe Akimbode. Co-founder, Writers Inc. Give it up for Mr. Kwe Akimbode. 
Yes, thank you very much. Thank you for that warm welcome. Now, the last but not the least, this person is a shaker. If they talk, now they can up the gen on our head. Talk anyhow. So she make things happen. So, you know, when you see her, you have to give her a big round of applause. She can tell them not to. She can tell them in the church, stand up, pack all the chairs, all of you sit on the floor. And nothing will happen. Okay, she's the other person. The minister, blessing, Jude, okay, okay. Yes, give it up, give it up. Four minister blessing. You're very welcome. Very delectable women. Um, these women are here to answer your questions. Um, the instructions are all already displayed. So just open your browser, visit www.slido and enter the event code. Hashtag HSS2. Okay, so before we kind of move on, they're just going to tell us a little bit about themselves and what they do in the kingdom of our God here at Davis Christian Center. So just a one-liner. Give me that look. So please, uh, Ms. Tokwe, let's start with you. Good evening, everybody. My name is Demi Tokwe Balade Akimbode. Um, what I do in the kingdom, many things, but for now I'm in Connect. Can't wait for Connect to start. Are you all ready for Connect? Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Okay, my name is Blessing Judo Kiki. I'm a, I'm a child of God. A Hallelujah. very loved child of God. Yeah. I'm God's <laughs> child, so if he sends me work, I do it. That's it. <laughs> All right. Okay, my name is... Tolojo is my name. <laughs> Anything else is a title. Um, they call me General Tolu. I... Serve with the teenagers. That's what I do. Thank you. Yes. The last but not the least. My name is Fumi Arubudade. My name is Fumi Arubudade. I'm a... My name is Fumi Arubudade. Um, I work with um, Singles Fellowship. I'm the minister in church. Okay, so you see that we've got just the right people for you. So I can see that the questions are already popping in. So without further ado, let's just dive straight into it. So um, the first question I'll pose to uh, Minister Fumi. He says, good evening, ma. Is it okay not to naturally like a man that plaits his hair and wears earrings? Is it okay not to like them? So any man that plaits his hair and wears earrings. Not to like, or you mean not to, not to cut or not to marry the person. It's, if, it's your choice. Is that what you mean? Okay. Uh, praise God. Can you hear me now? I, I, it's your choice, really. But you're not liking at all. If it's to marry as a spouse, it's okay not to like. It's fine. It's your choice. So you can, if, if the person is fine with cutting his hair, it's fine. But if he wants to let it be, and you can't stand it, you can't cope, it's okay to move. Yes, it's okay to move, if, okay. if that's what you mean, yeah. Okay, yes. We, we can also lend our voices if, yeah. so the question can be posed to somebody, but if you feel you ha- also have a comment, 
please feel free. So it says here that uh, I've been married for a year now, but my libido, libido as a woman has become so low. What can I do to bring it up? GT, will you help us? Please, if you are below the age of 18, just go to children's church. If you are single, just be waxing your ear. Go to the children's church. <laughs> okay, so there are many ways to approach this. Yeah. Um, for some women, there are, for example, you might be on the pill. If you're on any sort of family planning, it might be affecting your libido. So you might want to check yourself. If you're on family planning, check that and see if that's part of the problem. Um, in other cases, it just might be fatigue and that you're really tired. Um, and in that case, take a break. It might also be that, you know, organ needs to do something to help you get interested in the bedmantics that needs to be done. Um, and for some women as well, it might be that you need to sort of mentally prep yourself, right, to be in that headspace. So invest in a new set of lingerie. For example, um, go for a massage, get relaxed. And then if it's, for some women, it can be really, really deep. If you feel like there's trauma in the past that is affecting your libido, then you might want to see a marriage counselor to talk through those issues. So it really depends on the woman. But these are some of the things that could be behind it. Okay. Thank you very much. Um, I think there are also foods that can help. So go online, Google. What kind of food would help my libido go up? Use Google, it's your friend. Google, you will see. Thank you. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you can also visit our married ministry, LDM. We have sex therapists there. You know, um, that can also... Wholesome sexuality. Oh, sorry, wholesome sexuality. Yes, send, it, send them a DM. Yes. Wholesome sexuality. Wholesome sexuality. Okay, thank you. Um, it says here... I am phlegmatic and laid back. So is my man. Oh. But, <laughs> but he is loving, God-fearing, and kind. He's been laid back enough reason to halt, because it's a turn-off. I need some ambition. <laughs> okay, Mr. Okway, I don't know if you want to help us with that. Okay, um, first of all, since you already think that it's a turn-off, I mean, it's nice and God-fearing and kind, awesome qualities. But if you, be, if you think or you already are in that state where you feel like it's being laid back, is a turn-off and you need ambition. First, <laughs> two things. One, either you seek counseling, right, and talk through these things, okay? So because, because it's majorly phlegmatic, you might have another temperament that can complement that. And maybe what it needs really is a, a little push or a little shove. My husband is a phlegmatic, but, and sometimes it can be a bit, you know, laid back about certain things, but there are also things that it will not be laid back about. So a bit of counseling will help. Not a bit, counseling will help. That's the first thing. Second thing, if you really think that I can't deal, then and you are not married, then maybe you should take a walk. Take a walk. If you are not married, then take a walk. If you can't deal. But if you think that all these other qualities are way more, it's like the 80-20 rule, are way more, 
it can be pushed or the second temperament, which we don't know because that wasn't expressly stated, the second temperament might help him and you find that, you know, when challenges come or things are thrown at him, he can rise to the task. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, Minister Blessing. Good evening, ma'am. Please, what do you think about keeping communication with your exes while in a new relationship? Okay, um, okay, so um, I don't know, we are Nigerians, so you've heard this saying that now old firewood they catch Pasabi. So move on. Move on. If I think I don't think that if you really want to have um, the fullness of the relationship that you are in right now, you want to get everything, move on because there's a tendency to keep comparing, you know, because and there's a, and there's also the tendency for your present um, guy to be affected, you know, to get upset or to you know, be uncomfortable with the fact that you're still relating with your ex. And he's your ex for a reason. Move on. That's what I think. Oh, things have passed away. You have circled this mountain for too long. Go forward. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, it says here, is it okay, Mr. Fumi, this goes to you, is it okay for a Christian lady to accept gifts to accept gifts from guys that are interested in her when she knows she's not interested in them. So she likes their gifts, but doesn't like them. Hallelujah. I suspect someone from that place. <laughs> okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, the truth is, why are you collecting gifts from people or guys you are sure you have nothing to do with? It's like you showing interest. Yeah, it's true. It's like you showing interest, giving them hope that, okay, if he walk, if he walk. But if you know that you have no business having a relationship with them, it's just, it's just, it's just discipline. It's just ethical. It's just, it's just the right thing to do. You don't receive gifts over and over again. It's wrong. Personally, that's my opinion. I would, I wouldn't encourage it. It's not right. It's not right. Okay. Okay. My next question. We'll go to. <laughs> they are supporting you. That person is agreeing now. They just repented. You know, there's, there's rejoicing in heaven when a sinner repents. So there was rejoicing at the back there. Okay. So it says here, uh, Ms. Tokwek, can you help us with this? Is oral sex permissible in marriage? The two are naked and not ashamed. Okay. <laughs> so the two are naked and not ashamed. And I think that Pastor Jethro talked about that at the, um, last week. When talked about it's your it's your marriage bed, whatever is permissible, as long as both of you are okay with it. If you are not okay, if one party is not okay with it, 
then there's trouble. But if both of you are okay with it, it's fine. It's anything is permissible. As long as you're, it's not detrimental to your health, it's not sinful against God, like you're doing anything that is sinful against God, anything is permissible in your marriage bed. Okay, thank you very much. GT, this goes to you. I want to add something. Please. And at the same time, the Bible says that your body is not your own, right? So if the other party wants oral sex, you give the other party oral sex. Wow. That's it. If you don't like it, it's your problem. It's not, your body is not your own. So now, if both of you don't like it, fine. If one person likes it, you give the other person what the person likes. That's what it is. Okay. You are there to make the other person happy. happy. That's your job in marriage. Make your partner happy. Thank you very much. Now, GT, while you're still dating him, he just got married to someone else. Which one is this Fuji House of Commotion exclamations? <laughs> Whilst you are still dating him, he just got married to someone else, and after three years, he came begging for you to come back, as he has divorced the wife legally because of cheating. So, as in this kind of question, I receive wisdom in Jesus' name. So let me clarify. So what I'm hearing is you were dating him. Let us make a couple of assumptions. Number one, you didn't think that you were in a relationship with him. You were actually in a relationship with him. And then the next thing you see is WhatsApp status of wedding invitation. Or maybe it's even the picture and the video of them dancing. And then a couple years down the line, he's now come back and expects that you are still waiting for him. He has come back, has divorced the other woman, and wants you back. Darling, please have some self-respect. Because I've clearly stated my assumptions. If some of them are missing, then maybe this advice is not for you. But if he cheated on you once, he claims that the infidelity in the marriage he has just ended was his wife's. Claims. How are we sure it's not his own? But let's even leave that side. If he cheated on you once, he is very likely to do it again. So please, my advice, move on. Okay. Move on. Okay. Okay. Okay, Minister Blessing. I lost my job some few months back. So I escorted my friend due to boredom. My fiancé called me a jobless girl and he has refused to apologize. What do I do? Please, Please, that fiancé is mean. Mm. Yes. And the truth is, um, everything gets exaggerated in marriage. If he's mean enough to say that you are jobless, knowing that you lost your job, I mean, nobody wants to be without a job, most especially if you're a serious human being. And he knows that you lost, it's not something you're happy about. And he is using that to 
insult you. I don't think that person is kind. So be careful of that kind of person because that means that if something happens to you when you are married, he would still use it against you. He can use it to insult you. You know, or if he if he's now aware of something that happened in your family, when he wants to talk about it, he can say, eh, that's how in your family, you people... You know, so be careful of people like that that would take something they know about you to hurt you. Be careful of people like that. Okay. Thank you. So, Mr. Fumi. Good evening, Ma. Is it okay to leave a relationship of five years to go into a new one because we keep trusting God to provide for the wedding and I'm tired? Okay. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. For you to be in a relationship for five years, you have a degree already. So it's true now. Five years, and you keep trusting God. Is it that you are trusting God for a big wedding? Set your priorities right. You want to get married, or you want to have a wedding? What exactly do you want? If you want to get married, you can, you can, you can even, you can do church blessing. You, you can choose, you know, if you're in, I'm trying to be a nice person. If you're in DCC, it's true. If you're in DCC and you listen to what we preach, what we believe, I'm sure you've heard expos from PK several times that you can even have your wedding on a weekday when people will go to work. So why are you waiting for a big wedding? It doesn't have to be big. You can do a small wedding. It could be a church blessing, go to court. You don't have to spend so much. So if you stay five years, what are you even doing? Are you even working? You stay five years in the relationship, trusting God for money, Abby, for wedding. Then you are not even ready in the first place. You are not ready. It, I don't think it's wise. It's not wise. In as much as you found the right person... And you know this is the right person. But the issue is that you are trusting God for fun, for wedding. Then your priorities are wrong. You don't have to have a big wedding to be married. You can have a small wedding and you'll be fine. Then while you are married, if you still desire a big wedding and you have the phone, the funds, you can, you can do, your, your anniversary can be big. Your renewal vows and all, you can have a renewal vows. Praise God. I'll just build on the last bit that she said, right? If you're right, if you're sure that this is the right person, because it's possible that you are using I want a big wedding as a delay tactic for yourself. So set yourself, if really this is the person you want and the, and the person wants you and both of you are sure that God wants you together and the issue is we need to fill 5,000 capacity hall and give out a bag that is huge of gifts. Nobody will remember oh, sincerely. Nobody remembers. And if it's a big dress that you want, renewal of vows is there. When there's plenty pepper, you go to Barbados. But if if you're sure, be sure with yourself that this is not a cover-up, right? Because it's possible to be in self-denial. So speak to a mentor about this, right? I'm, I, I think this is my and allow some allow them to help you and be sure that it's not the big wedding that it's not the relationship that is the issue, it's the big wedding. Okay, so I'll keep you on the mic, please. So I'm getting married in two weeks, only to find out two days ago that my partner is married to someone based outside the country. 
please, uh, Mr. Pe, please start sharing script. See audience here. Fuji House of Commotion audience. Okay. Years later, he was, oh, sorry, to someone based outside the country. I called it off. Am I overreacting? Share you heard the response that the audience gave you. Full, all I would do is add full stop. But funny enough, I must commend you. You are one in a billion. Yes. I know a number of women that will still trick head because they want to be misses. But you must really, you must be something. Like, I must, because, yes. Because even though, like, we've, we've had issues in DCC where men, in the week of their wedding, they were told that this guy you want to marry is heavily involved with someone else. And the response of the person is that uh, Shea LDM does infidelity recovery. Yes, that was the person's response. So for you to call off that wedding, first of all, as in I doff my heart, like I give, I throw away salute for you. And second of all, I must say that you are very loved by God. Because some people hear this news a day or two after they are married. But you, you heard your own before you got married. Before anything, God loves you. And be sure that the king that is coming will be riding on a chariot. Thank you. That's our minister blessing. Okay, Mr. Blessing, I'll keep you on the mic because this question is directed at you. He says, Miss Bless, Minister Blessing, the guy ticks all the boxes, but we are both genotype AS. It's really difficult thinking about it, living, it's really difficult thinking about, thinking about leaving him. Talk more of actually leaving him. Please help me. Praise God. Hallelujah. I am very biased and emotional about things like this because this happened in my family. I know you are in love. I know that you are in love. But I hope you know that love can die. I had an aunt that had 10 children and today she has only two. Because right before her, her children kept dying. Her children were dying in her hands. In fact, she had twins. It's, it's, it's a very emotional and touchy um, topic for me. I would just say to you, I know how hard it is. But I can tell you that if you decide to take a step back and not be selfish. Because you're thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how you feel. You're thinking about, oh, I've been with this person. I really, my sister, there are many fishes in the river. If you move away, eh, you will find an AA, rich, handsome guy that your children will be beautiful and they will leave. There's nothing as painful to a parent as burying their child. There's nothing as hurtful and painful and de- depressing as that. I beg you. Please don't, don't, no matter how you feel, step away. Step away because in a few years, what you call love will be hate because there's a thin line between love and hate. It's a very thin line. Thank you very much. 
Good evening, Madam Tokbe. My question is in, is in marriage, is it permissible for a couple to be allowed, a couple to allow going on threesome with someone else, even if the both of them agree on it? If both of them agree on it, is it okay to invite someone for a threesome? Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God, church. Praise God. Okay, praise God. Um, Hallelujah. I think I'll piggyback on the question about the oral sex. When we talked about the oral sex and when I said that anything is permissible in the marriage bed as long as it's agreeable between the two of you. But I did put the caveat that as long as it's not sinful against God, when God instituted marriage, he said the man and the woman, not the man and women, not the woman and men, the man and the woman, okay? So it is two parties coming together. If you are doing a threesome, that is sinful. It is wrong. It is not of God. Let me just put it out clearly. Because what it means is that you are introducing another party into your marriage. It's it's the same thing as adultery or fornication. It's like sleeping with somebody else outside um, outside of your husband or your wife. It is wrong. Absolutely wrong. And it is not of God. Don't deceive yourself. Thank you very much. GT, this question goes to you. I was raped by my neighbor 12 years ago and I fell pregnant and kept the pregnancy. Years later, he was arrested for molesting an eight-year-old and he's back asking me for forgiveness. What shall I do? This one, this one hits home. Um... Because I know of, of young girls and women who are struggling with the aftermath of rape. First of all, I will commend you for having that child. I commend you incredibly. I cannot even begin to imagine what that must feel like. And I, I trust God for you, for grace to love that child the way God loves you. To not allow the child be a reminder of anything but God's goodness to you. As for forgiveness, one of the analogies I heard years ago is that unforgiveness is a prison that locks you inside. It doesn't... In fact, it's even a good thing the guy is coming to ask for forgiveness. I know it brings it all to the surface. Things that you've buried, that you've managed to get over. He went to prison, you know. In the corner of your mind, you were probably wishing some of the worst for him. But this is an opportunity for you to move forward. I am reminded of a young woman who had been raped multiple times over the years. And she harbored intense hatred towards every single one of these men. And when I met her, with God's help, she started to let go of the hatred. 
And as she let go, we both started to see different expressions of God come through in her life. Different gifts of the Spirit started manifesting in this young woman's life. And she's, she's past it now. And she's an incredible force to reckon with. So I encourage you to take the step and forgive him. I'm not saying it's going to happen overnight. It will take time. Please get counseling. Seek out a mentor that can help you walk through it. It will take time. But the effort will be worth it. The effort will be worth it. Okay. Um, is it a red flag? Okay, you want to say something? Praise God. Okay. I hope that forgiveness does not mean that he wants to come back into your life. Because I'm thinking that that's, but because, I mean, it's a giving. God will help you forgive the person. But I hope that that's forgiveness. It's not that, okay, let's continue from where we stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. mm. No. 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 Okay. So your sympathy shouldn't extend... Just forgive and move on. Okay, Minister Fumi, is it a red flag for me if my lady, my wife-to-be, always complains about where I stay? That is too rough. Praise God. Hallelujah. Stay is very rough. Mm, that she complains about where he stays. That's okay, and she's probably a touch person. Maybe she stays in Festag and you stay in AJ City or something. That is what he can do at the moment. Praise God. That is that is what he can achieve at that, as at that moment. Aside from how aside from her complaining about where you stay, it, it's not so. I would say you, you might need to you might need to talk her um, talk to her let her know this is not this is not the end this is what we can achieve at the moment but is he working if you, okay is the guy now Abby and you are working and you believe in God that you progress uh, but if she cannot stay if it is a problem to her and you cannot kill yourself as at that moment my brother don't kill yourself. <laughs> at least you have a, it's true, you have a place you are staying, you have a covering, you have a place you are staying, and that's what you can afford at the moment, you are working, I hope you are working, but she keeps complaining that this is your house, I can't, whatever this, 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 is she working, are you about to get married, can we can we pay for accommodation together is she even willing to do that but if, if our, our concern is just where you stay and if this is the place you are staying that's it, I can't uh, then, uh, I'll advise you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Except you don't even. And another thing is, do you even plan leaving that place after some time? That, that that's it. In as much as you are working, you are progressing, and you are able to sell that to her that this is just a now issue. We are going to move. I'm I'm working. So with time, I will obviously leave here. But if if with all that, she can't get over it or she can't cope. You cannot kill yourself at the same time. <laughs> yes. 
Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Fumi. Ma, uh, this goes to Mr. Blessing. Please, what do you say concerning a man that dodges expenses? Not that he doesn't have, but leaves the expenses for the woman alone and uses his money for flexing. Are you married? Is it, is it married? Are they married? Well, or that's they... just a question. I, I don't know. Okay, so if you are unmarried, then it's thank God. God has saved you. Because, you know, the truth is that when you are married, there are so many things that you, when you just, there are some things you will see if you don't, if you can't cope, the ex, you can, if you cannot cope in the exaggerated form of that thing, you will just thank your God and go. But if you are married, please report him to your pastor. Because there's nothing like that. Because that means that he will not pay his children's school fees. He will use the money and go and change the interior of his car. Meanwhile, children's school fees he has not paid. It's true. Report him. That's if you are married, though. If you are not married, auntie, you will be... See, when you give birth, you will be in the hospital. He will not pay your hospital bill. You will see... Okay. <laughs> they are warning you. You will see. So if you want to see... You know what to do. Okay. Miss Tokwe, please. If a lady is not ready for a 100% joint account in marriage, is it a red flag? Should I leave her? If you are not ready for 100% joint account in marriage. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Okay. Um. <laughs> Praise God, church. So there are, two, there are two ways that I see this. We all know that, I mean, if you've heard Pastor K. Long enough, you know that in DCC, we, we kind of encourage joint accounts, right? Like, when I say joint account, like the couple bringing their money together and then planning with their money. They might not necessarily have a joint bank account, but my money and his money, he knows how, how much I'm earning, I know how much he's earning, we bring that together and then we plan our family expenses with that. Or our family finances with that, right? So, I'm a bit... The way that this person asks this question strikes me as a man. One, two. And I'm a bit wary because the way that you say if the person absolutely does not want a joint account, is it a red flag? First of all, you need to understand why does she not want a joint account? Um, what is the basis of that? Has she been counseled? Does she have maybe history or, um, you know, there might be, it might be that her parents, her mother gave her um, father everything and then the man ruined the, the, the family and all of that. You know, you need to understand where she's coming from. Counseling is important. Don't just, don't just on this one issue decide that, oh, I'm done or I'm not doing. I don't think so and I don't think that it's fair. So seek counseling. That's the first thing. Second of all, if she's okay with, some people, to be honest, I don't think that everybody, like I said, have, they have a joint account. No. I can tell you for a fact, my husband and I do not have a joint account. 
but we run our family finances together as a family. Alright, so it's just important that you get to the root of the matter. Why exactly is she saying she doesn't want a joint account? What exactly is the issue? Seek a counselor, talk to somebody, and find out exactly what the issue is. Okay. Thank I'll keep you on the mic, please. Ma, I'm a filmmaker. Whenever I go on set, my BF thinks I'm cheating on him and made a comment that after marriage, he'll stop my work. Please, what should I do? <laughs> okay, uh, it's a, this is a very, is a very crucial, it's a very crucial question because what it means, the truth is that if this is what you really want to do, you need your husband or you, whoever it is you marry, you need their support. It is impossible to be a filmmaker and not have your spouse's support. Like, you will have problems in your home. I can tell you that for a fact. I go on trips two weeks, six weeks I was on Just Us Girls trip. Not once did my husband complain. Not once. He even brought the kids to see me on set. And he did not tell me that I will ban you from coming here or I think that you are following men. No. So if your spouse or whoever, luckily I think you said your boyfriend, right? Yes. And I say luckily because you're not married yet. It's a red flag for me. Because if this is what you are called to do, if this is where God has said you should function, this is where your calling is, and one man is standing and saying you cannot function in that calling, like you've been hearing, everything is magnified in marriage. So what it means is that it will cut you off from that unction. It will cut you off from the calling of God upon your life if this is what you have been designed to do or destined to do. And that's a big, big problem. Run. Okay, thank you very much. GT, this question is for you. I am very comfortable and stable. And I absolutely don't see the need for a man. Can I just have a kid and forge ahead, marriage is work? So I will start with where Sister Fumi has started from. First of all, how do you want to have the child? Do you want to adopt or are we talking about artificial insemination? That's number one. Number two, this is a matter that is dear to me. There is a reason that God designed marriages to provide children, godly children. PK mentioned children as the first of the seas. A child is not meant to be raised by a single parent. I was raised by a single mother. She's strong. But I can tell you for certain, that is not how it's supposed to be. It is not supposed to be that way. It sounds sweet in your ear now. Eh, I can't do it by myself. I have the money. Uh, the child will get to an age where they need a male figure. And then at that point, you're either looking for an external male figure or trying to be a man and a woman, which you're not designed to be. So please, my sister, no. I, I, I will, this is something I'm, I'm sorry, me personally. It's a different thing if it's a circumstantial situation. But for you to be setting yourself up for this, please don't. Think about the child. So that's part one. Part two. I think you need to spend some time digging into why you don't think you need a man. 
I think you need to spend some time digging into it. Are some women called to be single? Yeah. But, my sister, check yourself. Because most women who say that they do not want to be with a man are masking or dealing with underlying issues. And so you need to be sure that you are not holding yourself back from the best that God has for you because of issues from, and it might not even be issues from your childhood. There are many women who it is the marriages they saw that told them, if this is what marriage is about, I'm not interested. Until look for positive examples, they are all over DCC. So search yourself and understand why you don't want to be in a marriage. You can find a man who will allow you flourish. Who will allow you to do whatever it is you need to do? She just said it now. Six weeks on set. Nobody's looking for her trouble. Ask me now. My career, I'm running it as I want. Nobody's. Rather, I'm encouraged. Do you understand? So you can find a man that will encourage you in your strength as a woman. So please dig deep into why you don't think, why you think that you don't need a man. Okay, thank you very much. Um, so we'll take two more questions and then that will be it for the night. Um, Minister Fumi, please, is there any girl in DCC that can stay with a man living in one room? Since all the singles are under your purview. It is well. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is assumed that it is assumed that you are working. And trust me, if you are, if you, if you, if you are someone that, that has a good vision and you're able to sell it to who you want to marry, you have potentials. You 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 are not lazy, you are working and you are doing well gradually. As in, there's hope for the future for you. Praise God. Praise God. And you are living in a one-room room at the moment. Yes. And we have them in DCC. We have many good women. Many good ladies in DCC. It is high time. It is high time you guys opened your eyes. We have, I'm telling you, I, I talk to these ladies... Many of them are very hardworking. Many of them are well-mannered. Many of them have good characters. Many of them are godly women. In fact, I, I, I honestly believe that many guys are doing themselves a disservice, not even marrying from our house. We have amazing women in this house. I don't know why you guys are afraid. I honestly don't understand why. You need to open your eyes and, and be sound in the spirit. Have confidence. Address these people. Address a woman you 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 want to you want to you want to marry. If I go and address her first, don't be scared. Why are you even afraid? Who you want to can resemble? I'm sorry about that, but really, well, I, 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 thank God, Pastor Jethro has plans for you guys. Praise God. But honestly, it is possible. In as much as you are growing, you are growing. That's why it's good to. It's good to sell your vision. It's good to sell what you want to achieve in life. And let us see that, yes, there's a continuous progress in your life. We are wise now. Women, ladies are wiser now. In as much as there's a continuous progress in your life, 
and at the moment you are living in a one room room, trust me, if she is wise too, she will marry you. Because she knows that it's just a matter of time. And she's working. She knows that our coming together, it's obviously going to turn your life around. You're coming together. It, it will, in fact, it will make it even more interesting. It will make it, it will make the testimony more interesting. Because as you marry, uh, you will not remain the same. Because two have become one. And the Bible says that he that finds a wife has found a good thing. And because you have married a good thing, there must be obvious progress in your life. You cannot remain the same. You can't. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Minister Blessing, please. This question was specifically brought to me. And they said it's from authority. Please help me. I found my wife in bed with another woman. She is not remorse about it. And she is in church right now. Is it enough reason to divorce her? With another woman. I... With another man. I found her in bed with another woman. Yes. Help me. I found my wife in bed with another woman. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, so my major problem with this scenario is the fact that um, you said that she's not remorseful. That's my major problem. Because um, I don't want to go into so much. That's my major problem, that she's not remorseful. So you, okay, now that she's not remorseful, what do you want to do? Do you want to divorce or do you want to move away? Like, what do you want to do? But for me, I think that you should report her. Take it up. If she's a church member, Pastor Jet, I don't understand. That's the work Pastor Jethro is doing. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. That's his work. That's why, that's, in case you don't know, that's what pastors and ministers, that's their work. That's, that's can't you see? And his wife too is in marriage. Meet Pastor Jerry, report her. See, don't don't suffer in silence. Don't die. It's an emotional thing that can really that can cripple every other area of your life because it can it can work against you at, at your workplace or in your job or what at maybe in your business or something. Talk to somebody that sees this is this, this as a report her. Don't don't suffer in silence. And she's not even remorseful. That one is another thing. Report her. Report her. That's the work. Okay. okay. GT, the very last question for the night. Is it right for a lady to specify the type of marriage, specific big marriage she wants? And she's not ready to make any financial help. I, I got the question. So what I'm hearing you say is the woman has a very clear image of the Bella Niger wedding that she wants. And yet, she doesn't want to put, like my people would say, eight penny on the table for the wedding. 
Does she have a mentor? Because there are some of these things, eh, if the person has an authority over their head, you can report them. Does she have a mentor? Because if she has a mentor, the mentor should be able to talk to her. However, allow me to say, it smells like a red flag. It smells like a red flag because I was... The part that weak me passes, she doesn't even want to contribute to it. I, I don't know how to... It smells like a red flag to me. I would say, report her. Bring it up with your mentor, with her mentor, and have a conversation about it. Why is she so gung-ho on this wedding? Why doesn't she want to contribute towards it? Like Sister Fumi said earlier on, you can do a big renewal of vows later on. You can tour all the African islands doing there and buy a different dress for each island when you are swimming in money. You know, but it, it smells like a red flag because you should be able to have a conversation about spending. It, it, it shouldn't be something that one individual just says, this is what I want full stop. That's not how marriage works. You should be able to have a conversation about it. So if before the wedding, you already have a situation where she's putting her foot down on something like this, I'd say bring it up with the authorities in her life. Okay. And that would also spill into every other aspect of your marriage. That's the truth. Because if at this point she's already saying that I cannot come together and join forces with you to achieve a goal. Because that's what it is. We want to achieve, we want to get married. That's a goal. You overcome that goal. There will be other goals in your life. If she cannot join forces with you and come together to achieve a goal, then she defies the entire purpose of getting married. Because it's the two that would chase a thousand. So the two of you would become one and chase a thousand uh, and chase ten thousand. One would chase a thousand, two would chase ten thousand. So if you can't do that, then automatically other projects or other things in your life, she probably will not want to join forces with you to achieve those things. It's a problem. Yeah, um, to add to that, money is a major issue in marriage. It's one of the reasons why marriages break money. It's a major deal. And if she does not this person talking probably does not even have. So her eyes is, is big for nothing, as in you don't have. And you want to live like people that have. It's a problem. Because that what that means is that you will also not have money to live in Lekki, but you would want to live in Lekki. You would also not have money to travel around the world. But because you can see that that's what's raining... You will want to, so she would constantly put you under pressure. Constantly. And she will feel like it's your responsibility to take care of me. So if you are willing to live your life like that, always on the edge, always under pressure, then by all means, fire down. Because I say this because people know the year word. Now that one where they say me they not take, now that one they look fine, pass. Is if you choose that, if you decide that that's how you want your life to be, always under pressure, fire down. But if you decide that in this life, I don't want to be suffering like that. I want to be climbing steps. If I climb one today, tomorrow I climb another one. If that's ahead, so you use your tongue and count your teeth. Let me just add, eh? If you do that, if you do what she said, <laughs> living your life on the edge, Trust me, if you can't deliver for her, she will find alternatives. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. 
but um, honestly, I think we are, we, are, we, are, we are being too nice. She must be a clown, actually. No, no, it's true now. She must be a clown. Why would you want a big wedding and you don't want to contribute? What are you thinking of? You think marriage is... is... <laughs> because you know, we are cancelled, so we know what we'll see. Is it, say, this guy, eh? You want to set yourself up. Just know. And I'm sure you have, you, you, it's you that is encouraging it. Because there's no way she will have liver and be telling you that, you know, you gotta pay all the bills. Cause I, I, it's my wedding. It's my day. You gotta, you, you will set yourself so, so much that you, 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 it's only God that will make you recover from it. Because whatever you start now, it's true now. When you start now, you have to, see, see, you know what makes marriage also very interesting is that. Whatever you are, whatever you are going through now in your relationship, you will see times ten of it when you get married. Yes, because since you are the big boy now, you know I'll settle all your bills. Don't worry, just point and kill. Just yeah, and you will remain. You will keep doing that, and you will train children that will because she will be a mentor to her children, and she will she will she will create the mindset telling her daughters that it's okay for men to always pay the bill. It's, all, it's okay for men to always say, what are you thinking of? And you call yourself a lady that a guy should take care of all the bills. How do you even have liver to stand up? How do you even, I don't know, because I, I, I honestly don't understand. Enough of that, enough of that rubbish. Ladies, enough of that rubbish. If, 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 in case you have forgotten or in case you don't know, men actually respect ladies that, that put, how can you not put something on the table? How do you even want to be respected? How, how do you want to have a say at home? So it's only in the bedroom. It's only in the bedroom. So others can do it outside now. So what, what? Please correct that mindset. I don't even. I I don't know why it pains me when I hear things like that. It doesn't make sense. God forbid. Because sometimes it's as if they are not thinking. Please calm down. Let me. Let me. I'm. I'm angry. Please be coming down. Because the mistake, ladies, in this category, the mistake you do is that, you know, there are challenges, though. Maybe you don't know. Imagine it even allows you to always have your way and do that successfully. What if something happens? What if he lost his job? What if his business just, what will you do? That's your big girl. What's going to happen to Ram? It's true now, when you want to turn a man to your source, that's it. You're setting yourself even up. You want to turn a man to your source. God is your source. He says, either find a wife has found a good thing. Even in your relationship, it should show that you're a good thing. In your, from, as in, before you even get married, they should know you're a good thing. That this woman that I'm getting married to, the guy should even have confidence that this one no go correct me. Ladies, be careful, though, because you're the one making guys scared now. You're the, I'm, I'm, I'm. Thank you very much. Have you been blessed tonight? Have these women blessed you? Yes. Please, with a standing ovation.